Welcome to the very first episode of the Poi and Soy podcast. I am your co-host, Keone Bakik, and today I'll be joined by none other than Nolan Chang and Jared Shirai. And if you're wondering why you've never heard any of these names, don't worry, you haven't. But we hope to change that soon. We know you have many choices of podcasts to listen to, and we appreciate you showing some love and giving it a listen. We hope that you can continue on this journey with us as we discuss some of the many things that we're passionate about, from movies and television to sports and entertainment. No, the conversation does not stay on topic, and yes, you may not care for some of our takes on some of these things, but anything and everything is up for discussion, and anything and everything is up for debate. On today's docket, the Lakers' disappointing season, how to fix it, and where to go from here, as well as a spoiler alert filled discussion regarding the Batman. Yes, that Batman with Robert Pattinson, aka Edward Cullen, aka Cedric Diggory. What are our opinions on that movie? Well, you'll have to wait and see. So please sit back, relax, grab a snack, and enjoy. So we're going to talk about the Lakers season. Jared, if you had to dwindle it down to one issue for the season, what was it? Injuries. I mean, LeBron missed over 20 games most of his in his career since, yep. what, 2016 or something or 2015? That was pretty – that was, like, huge. That was like, huge. honestly, I've never seen that guy miss a game, and for him to miss that many games – With so many different injuries. Huge. It wasn't just, oh, yeah. like, like, one injury. It was multiple injuries. Uh, you know, That was weird. AD showing his age a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he spends a lot of money on his on his care, but he is mm-hmm. he's not the youngest buck in the, in the league anymore. But nope. AD AD being out for a long period of time, um, and I think we've talked about this before, not on our podcast, but the first one. But it's like their roster was just aged. Oh yeah, it, Ariza, it was. Uh, it was Howard, aged. You want It was aged like a fine cheddar cheese. No, because real, they they were not aged like a fine wine because they were definitely stinking it up at the end of the oh, season. Oh yeah, and I mean for you know, a, for a injuries. long time, I was I was very very worried about what was going to happen with your team. But Nolan, question swinging over to you. We're talking about the Lakers. Yeah, doing it down to one issue. What was it? Injuries, honestly. We had thirty-one different starting lineups throughout the season. Thirty-one different starting that lineups a lot. throughout the season. So that's I think... a lot. <laughs> God damn it, Jared! But, hey. hey, you know, I think trading Westbrook is the best option for the offseason. But if they don't, I think that it can work if they do it correctly. You, I, you know, it's funny. Even when you guys signed him, in my head, I thought weird fit, but still could work. Like, still possible. I agree. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's not necessarily like a scorer. He does need the ball in his hands, but he's not necessarily like, you know, the off-ball scorer that KD was when West, Russell Westbrook was playing with him. However, they both have that type of style where they can find people wherever, like – Russell Westbrook has the ability to just drive in, head down, and just toss it out to whoever's. I think they needed to offset him like they used Rondo in the 2020 championship run, where they have him in the second unit while while LeBron's resting or LeBron's on the court and he's resting, so they can flip it back and forth. Only issue is that they didn't have other than you know Monk and Reeves maybe. 
they didn't really have the supporting cast that they needed to kind of have that lineup. Yeah, grow. and you guys needed like a knockdown, like defending guard, like maybe with like a bald head and like a like a headband. And that probably would have been perfect yeah, for yeah. you guys. This is the had one of those special players because honestly, a. he would have been a dog for your team. But you mean, I mean, I know. I've been you guys couldn't find that guy. You I've know been what I'm Nicole, like, of all the Lakers players, even though he's gone, if I found a Caruso jersey, I would wear that shit with pride every time oh, yeah. I got it, oh, no yeah. matter what. That's I'm not gonna lie. Biggest, only, I mean, I've only had him for a year, team. and I, 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 I'm such a big fan of him. Even watching him play on the court, I just like he's just such a leader in the locker room. He's a leader on the court. He calls out everything. He makes everybody accountable for everything that they do. So I was like, damn, you guys were just missing that. Even though LeBron is usually that, you guys needed another guy, that other voice. What the Lakers thinking? There we go. There we go. Call him out. Uh, facts. Uh, Rob Palinka, we should talk, man. <laughs> Rob Palinka don't know who you are. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, don't the first Asian... every, every game, every game, no, they go to they lose. So I mean, he might know who he is. No, this year, <laughs> literally, every game I went to, I was like, bro, this sucks. I, I can't keep watching these games, man. Hey, to be fair, they lost a lot of games this year. <laughs> wow. So you could have picked like half of the games and you would they all would have been lost this <laughs> you know i can't even say anything because we went on like a 20 game losing streak at the end of the season with the chicago bulls in case you guys didn't know jared and nolan are both lakers fans well jared is a jared is a a pseudo laker fan he's a, a he's LeBron a lebron fan, fan. i'm a there lebron follower grow up jared hey yeah, like, also have a team. when you're when your roommates make a rule that you have to play with your favorite team, you can't change to whatever team LeBron is on. <laughs> you know how many fights that almost started at our house because somebody kept picking the damn team with LeBron on it? Or like, you can't just can't pick. Your team can't be the Cleveland Cavaliers and then the Miami Heat and then the Cleveland Cavaliers again and then now the Lakers. You can't do that. Don't if we're all playing as only our teams, you have to play as your team. I had to play as Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Was Kirk. Bombs. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But then you had Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and freaking Chris Bosch guarding him. I'm like, nah, this is we're not stupid. even talking about that because I beat you with Shane Battier most of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I just use Shane Battier. The, the spot up shooter because yeah. LeBron would. Jump in the middle and pull four yeah, guys down. And, and in the first quarter, you know, Derrick Rose would like twist his ankle, right? Well, Cody's gone. Shout out to Rose. Oh, Bulls for life, dog. Bulls for life. Uh, my Lakers jersey is in the other room. Over there. Ah, you guys ain't real fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get my LeBron jersey. Oh, here we go. Oh. Free shirt, I got the Lakers game. I'll be back. Oh, I was about peppers. to say, you're shaking it so much, I couldn't tell what it was for. I was like, that could be like Coachella, and I wouldn't even be able to see. That's a weird shirt. Who's on that shirt? Red Hot Chili Peppers. They honored them in the last game I went to. Uh, oh, gotcha. Because they're Laker fans. Huh. I don't know. What's the story? I was like, I don't know. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, they had, I was like, they I had uh, Flea play the national anthem that game. I don't know. Okay, well... Continuing on well, with well, conversation. Uh, let's go with this one. Ugly. What the hell is that? And we'll go with this one. 
I'm just kidding. Those are actually kind of dope. This one. Did you get that on Wish.com? Nah, 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 nah. I got it for free. It's not... <laughs> this one actually was on Amazon. This one was at a. Uh, I was gonna say that one. That in... one looks the lowest quality of the three that you have. This one, the All Star one, the black one, the black one oh, that yeah. you had. It's Amazon. Yeah, yeah. That's why, because it's just simple. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I was like, that one looks like. And, you say that was one, Super Bowl? Then... <laughs> no, no. I said All Star. No, and that, and this one was literally like a Christmas present. So. <laughs> Hey. The NBA Super Bowl. <laughs> we know sports. <laughs> that should be our intro right there. Yeah, right there. NBA Super Bowl. Here we go. Uh, continuing on with the conversation. So now we've talked about the issues. What is the fix for next year? I know you already talked about trading Westbrook. If we trade if Westbrook, to... the best option is the Pacers hypothetical rumor trade. Brogdon I did see that. Healed trade off because we know that you know the Pacers want to blow their their ish up so yeah. might as well give them Westbrook expiring one year contract left mm-hmm. get healed get Brogdon we still have supporting players around Monk yep. Reeves I mean honestly I wouldn't mind having Melo back just to be off the bench for just a scoring option mm-hmm. uh keep Dwight as a starting center where we can AD stays healthy. You get another center that can come off the bench just as like an option, even if it's just a rim protector. Hey, you honestly, Javel is. Dude, I love Javel. Bro, he made he I made the JaVale. Suns he made the Suns that much better this year. He I swear, everything. I was like, we, talk, we talked about this with the with the Cavs team when they played against oh, yeah. the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Like if they had him and he wasn't on the Warriors, he would have been their yep. best second man, like their second best yep. man, and that would have given them a better chance. Every time Javel would go off. Yeah, his his exactly. impact is like definitely one of those that doesn't show up on the on the stat sheet, but he just he does so much on the court that like you don't even realize that he does. But I agree. anyway, on top of that, okay, so you said that you think that the Lakers can make that trade with the Pacers. I see, I seen the trade. I think it was something like Malcolm Brogdon, Buddy Hield, straight up to the Lakers for like Westbrook and like four first round picks plus. Um, THT. I don't know if we have that. I don't know if we have all the picks. I think it was left. three. I think, I think it was we three. gave up the picks. Three. Three. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. It was three first round picks and THT. I know. I know THT for sure was on that trade because they were THT. include. I want to get rid of him. I do. He's he's one of those guys where you know once he leaves the Lakers, he's going to do well, but he's yeah. just not going to do well on the Lakers. Uh, he's. A, I mean, he, to be honest, he's a redundant player for you guys. He's kind of. He's not like the greatest shooter. He's not like, but he does a little bit of everything. He's a Jordan kinda, Clarkson. A, I mean, yeah, he once we got rid of Jordan Clarkson, he went off yeah, and did his own thing. That. Yeah, he he was six man of the year uh, yeah. candidate. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did win six man of the year. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Last year, yeah. Last year. Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, but that's what I said. I was like, you guys had you guys had all these players that did really well afterward. But to be fair, it was situational. They all kind of had. I mean, a lot of them went to crappy teams. And then but you, you have to think about well. it. Lakers front office drafting-wise has not yeah. done a no, bad yeah. job. It's just 100%. the situation, the environment that we have on the team. You bring LeBron in, obviously it's going to be like, no, this needs to be a different community than what we have set up. See, and that's the only reason why I'm even kind of excited about our front office right now because the Bulls have had a terrible front office for many a year. Can't <laughs> yes, draft, sir. can't – can't sign anybody, but this last these last two off seasons are probably the most active and the best that I've seen them do because they found a lot of dogs, found a lot of like those players that we just 
you know, fit into those niches. But anyway, not talking about the Bulls. We're talking about the Lakers. Continuing on, Jared, what do you think is the issue or what do you think is the, the fix for the issues that the Lakers are having throughout I mean, the a, season? There's a lot to it. Like, we always, I mean, we, I, I, in my opinion, West Europe's always going to be a scapegoat. Regardless, yep. you know, yep, yep. new dog got in. Every team that he's been I agree on, with it's that. been, it's been like it's proven that that he's one of the people that's the problem. But in my opinion, it's like how how often are you going to get to play AD mm-hmm. with the injuries yep. that he's he's already proven through his career that he's been injured. It's like a Zion Williams for for freaking the Pelicans. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Like he's Ironic, been so injured, yeah. you're never even going to figure out when he's going to play. So why not mm-hmm. trade him if you can? But then. The other part to it too, the one big thing, I, I don't even know how true it is when they were saying like LeBron could leave, Lillard could come and they were just going to break everything up and restart with AD and, and Lillard. And LeBron goes to maybe the Warriors for for picks and everything. Westbrook heads out, ships out somewhere else. But, yeah, but I mean, that, that could a, be that, one that's of the a double-edged things. sword though. That's the double-edged sword because literally like AD literally when he's healthy, 30 and 10 player. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, he, he, you he's know, an easy Kevin Garnett. Yeah, player. and you're just look, you're looking at him like, oh, but we just never know when he's gonna twist his knee or twist his ankle. Yeah. And yep. but when you know you have him on the court, it's a threat and it's it's an issue that no one, pretty much no, no one, one in the no league can really stop. They yeah, can't stop it's him. Like a, it's right? like having a K, it's having your own little a bigger KD that knows how to play in the post. Right. Right. Or okay. as of right now, a Giannis. I mean. I mean, yeah. I, that that that's, dude, I, yeah. he's a freak, man. Like, honestly, I mean, like, I freak, freak, literally, yes. but, like, he, he honestly, like, I'm just watching him play in this series, and I'm like, I know the Bulls don't really have it as mm-hmm. far as defense against him. They don't really have that kind of – those kind of bodies for our team. Our team is made up of a lot of young, small guards and stuff like that. But this guy, I swear, like, the way the way that Shaq describes him, if you ever watch, like, their, their TNT, whatever, when they're talking about – Talking about Giannis, I'm like, bro, it sounds like he's praising him as if he's Shaq 2.0. He's like, 27. Yeah. yeah. He's that's, 27. That's what's, that's what's scary, though. I'm like, he's, and he's, he's only going to get better. I swear, there was a play where he, like, it literally, like, I know they've shown it over and over again on, like, YouTube and stuff, but it was, like, six steps from half court, something mm-hmm. crazy like that, six yeah. steps from half court to get all the way to the freaking hoop. And drop a layup in, like he, bro, he, like he weaved between like four players on the on the on the Bulls roster, and I was like, I don't, I don't even understand this guy. I think the I biggest thing is that you look at it. you look at Giannis when he first got in the league, he was a stretch wing, and you oh, know, yeah. he he had yeah. a good a good stroke. Yep. But then yep. he became more of a slasher. He's obviously you know he get once yep. he gets within ten feet of the rim, there's no way you're gonna stop him from getting to the bucket. But yep. now you can see that he's trying to develop his shot again back. Where it used to be, and I'm, like, I'm scared. I'm scared if he if he can start shooting. Oh, bro, there's there's no there's no way he's 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 already probably the best player in the league. But if he can shoot, there's I don't even know. I don't even know yeah. what to say because he plays I, both I'm sides watching, of the ball too. That's why that's the I'm just watching shoot free throws because the ball. he couldn't shoot free throws, and they say free throws are like the way that you can tell somebody's true shooting. But he's starting to just bang every single one of those free throws. I think he went like seven to seven in game two or whatever against free the Bulls. Free throws is such a like a, you know, it's a, a it's a weighted conversation because you know you look yeah, at yeah. Luca, you look at LeBron, terrible free throw shooters like in in, in the, game in, in the stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. in game, they're 
they're dominant. They can hit that that from like thirty feet out. But when Agreed. police get to the free throw line, they're just sitting there like, uh, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm 50, I don't know. 50, I'm 50, you know what's 50. funny? And LeBron has that one weird like little like side shuffle move he does at the three point line. I don't. I never. You know what's funny? I never understand why nobody. Ever guards those things. Yeah, I know. It's literally just a thing where he just like he slows his dribble and then he just like he looks at the ball and like, literally you're like, like oh, this is it. This He's is like, the moment. You don't, you don't, you don't I don't, I don't get it. it. I'm literally counting like I'm just like okay, one, two, step, shoot, boom. And like every single time it's the same exact thing. But everybody's just drawn in by his little like, oh, I'm just looking around, seeing if there's anybody I can pass to. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, I know. It always trips me out. I'm like it's like the it's like a slow like old man move, but it works every freaking time. I don't know. I think I know LeBron's days are limited, so I, I know that Lakers run is literally predicated on these next two seasons. That's that's all they have left. Yeah, I know that we're gonna mean, pro- we're probably gonna go into a dark age literally right after LeBron retires or leaves or whatever he does when his son gets in. Potentially gets in the league, but I mean, you're talking. He's talking to a Bulls fan, so that's just. I, I mean, mean, we went it, through. It all we went through many a dark ages. Bulls fan. <laughs> it, does, it honestly, it does. Nah. Like for like for like ten years, it was really really bad. Mm-hmm. I think I only started having hope once this front office came in because I was bruh. Like we just went through the worst. I I, I thought back when we had the D Rose, Kyle Korver, Luol Dang. Taj Gibson, Joachim Noah, like that whole lineup. I thought this is this is it, and then no. the rose goes down, and and then he keeps going down, and then just spent his whole career down the entire time. <laughs> uh, we should have got just, DeRozan, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he probably he probably would have been. He would have been, been a better fit than Westbrook. It's funny because I was just reading an article where they were like basically talking about the trade-off of if the or if the Lakers were making Anthony Davis available, should the Bulls try to make that trade? And I was like, honestly, because some of the trades I was seeing on top of there, I was like, if it costs DeRozan to put, you know, a true score next to LeBron and put an actual big on our team that can actually play, because honestly, I, I mean I like Voose, but Hey, we're taking uh, Caruso back, though. I was like, <laughs> nah. Yo, like, if, we get, no, if we get Caruso and Vucevic, we're fine. We're good. You can have Vucevic. That's it. <laughs> you can Vucevic. have Vucevic and Kobe White. No, just joking. No, Vucevic, Rosen, defensive liability, AC but he gets his, his 20 and 10 whenever he yeah, needs to. He really does. Oh, yeah. He really does. It's he's funny got, because there. he did not show up all year. And then, like, randomly, like, during this playoffs, he's been, like, the, the man. And I don't know why. I don't know what. Shifted in his brain, but playoff basketball. Now he's showing them. Yeah, for real. I mean, I mean, it's like it's like playoff rondo. It's a real thing, you know. Playoff rondo. Really, playoff yes. rondo is a real thing. Like during the season, he's kind of uh, he's there, but playoff rondo, like he just brings this different, a whole different gear to the game. Because who's he with that now? Is... Rondo is with um the Hawks. No, I thought he was with the Hawks. Mm. The Hawks? No, did he get traded? Oh, did he get traded to the Clippers? Like no, 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 oh, no. He went from the Clippers there, right? No, I, yeah, I feel, I feel like he. No, he went to I the Clippers like to, to us, and then after us, we traded him away for. I mean, we're sitting for money. I think. Computer right now, guys. We, I, I, I know you guys. Trade, I know you guys traded him to the Hawks. Yeah. I think he's. I think he ended up staying with the Hawks. Rajon Rondo. 
No, it's... no, no. He left the Hawks, and he's on. I thought it was the Clippers. Now, now I'm getting confused. Oh no, he's with the Cavs, dog. Yeah. Because oh, I remember yes. the report came out that like Darius Garland was like, oh yeah, like I've never had like a veteran come up to me and say, hey, let's watch film together. Like I want you to be in the same room with me while we watch how you're playing. I was like, oh okay. No offense, but why would you sound with the Cavs? No, we traded. <laughs> I don't him. think he had, they traded, traded him. him. Oh, you, oh, you traded him to yeah. the Cavs for who? We just for cash, I think. Oh, okay. Interesting. But it was because I think it was more of like the trade because, you know, we know his worth, but it's at the same time, it's not going to – we have LeBron and Westbrook. We can't have you as well. There's, there's I mean, all, no, all respect to the Cavs because they ended up having a much better season than I thought they I mean, were going to have. At one point, they were, weren't they top three? I mean, yeah. They were. Yeah, such – I watched the game crazy. and I was like – I think I think it was our last game against them. They had a starting lineup of – no, not it wasn't there. Oh, it was Darius Garland. Darius Garland, mm-hmm. Rajan Rondo, Laurie Markinen, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. And I was thinking, what the hell is this? But depending on what they work, like it, yeah, they're it, all unselfish it, 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 players. That's what they it were is. one of like top ten defenses, and I was like, what the hell? I didn't they're realize unselfish you could... players that just play good defense. That's literally what 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 it is. Yeah, I wish Laurie Markkinen was unselfish when he was playing for the Bulls. Dude, I, I like Laurie Markkinen. I mean, he used to kill me with Laurie Markkinen all the time when we played. He was just like, oh, I mean, I like, I like him. I do like him. But he definitely had his limitations, and I, I think his ego got in his way as far as why he didn't resign. Why he didn't resign with us this year. Because, to be honest, I, I, know, we, I know they tried to resign him, and he just chose a different path. He wanted to go to the – the Cavaliers, he wanted to get, like, that big contract. But, like, that's my mm-hmm. thing. So I'm going to segue into this conversation, even though this wasn't technically a part of the podcast today, because I wanted to bring this up, and I think you guys have some opinions on this. But contracts. I mean, it's happening in the NFL. It's happening in the NBA. It's happening all over the damn place that sports world is 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 happening. People and their contracts. I just want to hear your opinions. What do you think about these these young kids and all these other people who are trying to trying to get their money? Sometimes it's after three seasons of nothing and then one big season that they just go off. Sometimes it's like a consistent pattern of like pretty good years. I'll speak I'll speak specifically towards the NBA because I know that it's been happening a lot where these guys have like Unreal seasons, most improved player consideration type seasons, or they'll have like these. I'm going to say Julius Randle, even though I don't want to say it because I know, you know, he just had like a little bit of an up down year kind mm-hmm. of thing. But mm-hmm. Julius Randle is a prime example of one of those players. Contracts, guys trying to get their money. What do you guys think about that issue? Yay, nay on them getting their money. What I mean, it's a business, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, uh, well, a lot of times players, because they know that their days in the league are limited. Mm-hmm. If I have that opportunity to sign a big contract, why am I not going to do it? And it's, you know, even if you know it's it's off of a big season, at the same time, it's like if I can show you what I am worth, then give me the money that I'm worth. I know that a lot of time players are overpaid. They get, I mean, I know the cap cap room for a lot of the league is rising just so that they can get those mm-hmm. players with their max and their extensions. But it's it's a matter of, you know, if I'm showing you what I'm worth, I deserve to get that pay. I deserve to sign my name in ink. 
where I, where is I it, deserve it. Is it is it fair to say that not every single player deserves a max contract though? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. see, that's one that's one thing I think I have an issue with that I've been seeing so many players, and it's right now it's happening in the NFL because obviously it's still the playoffs for the NBA, but um, it's happening right now because people are signing to teams in the NFL, especially wide receivers. But I think that there's there should be you know a max contract should be something that's given to one of those top. 10% of players in the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it should be given to like those who really truly deserve. Cause at the end of the day, a $10 million contract should set you up for, for your lifetime and your kid's lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not, we're not talking about like mega generational money, but I mean, with, with what these contracts are getting to 40 million a year, I mean, 40 million a year for like four years. I'm like, bro, you're you're making more more money than you need to be making for your family, your extended family, your friends. You're like, you could make you could give a million to 160 people that you know, and you're still five million, you know, strong in your bank account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, that's that's one thing I'm I'm clear. So Jared, you have you have any thoughts on on these contracts? I, I mean, think they should be doled out. I think Nolan kind of hit on the head. Like, it is a business. Like, you always want to do what you're invested in. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, um, I feel like, especially nowadays, everybody's so in the market to win. That yeah. when, so when you have that big, that big season, you know, that mm-hmm. one big season, they're going to send That's all that true. money because, like, hey, he had a big season. Why can't he do play it with our team and this and that? Mm-hmm. But um, I get I get what you're saying. Like, football-wise, I, I like the, the franchise tag. Because yeah, yeah, those yeah. are the guys who actually deserve the money, you know, that you're, mm-hmm. you're investing in them to be with that team for so long. And they've put up, put up and put out for so long that they deserve mm-hmm. that, that kind of money and that kind of respect on their name. I mean. But uh, on, on a segue from that, mm-hmm. you have to think of it like Portland gives Lillard all the money he needs, but they aren't doing anything else with their money to provide that shows, hey, we're giving you a max, but we're still going to try to make you an, a contender. But they haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. Like, what have they done? They've kept CJ. Cool. And then they traded him. All right. So now what? You're, you're picking up random players who hopefully can make a difference. And yep. what? All your money is invested in Lillard, which is fine because Lillard deserves that money. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, yo, if you're going to shell all the money out to this one player – at least make sure you still have something to provide for the supporting cast. You can't just you can't just do it because you're like, oh, we want to keep him. Keep him for what? You know, it's. it's I mean, that was, biggest, that, was, that was literally the biggest talk when 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 he when when he signed. It was like, okay, I'll sign, but who am I getting out of it? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and they literally brought nobody in, and so at the end of the day, like you could tell, like, he was like, so why did I just sign this big tra- contract if you're not going to give me anything out of it? I mean, like, but, but to, in the long run? to be fair to. The player, wait, am I am I speaking for the player? No, I think I'm speaking the other way around. I was like, I guess for the franchise, I'm saying, or no, yeah, I guess the player. The player wanted the money. You know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. Like when you're looking yeah. at a contract, they're saying you can make forty million a year, uh, forty million a year, or you can make ten million a year. Pretty easy decision, right there. You're taking the forty million. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I think it really comes down to like what that player specifically wants to see happen. Like I've seen players who have taken, I mean, we, we saw it all happen with the big three. That was, that was the first 
prime example during our, I guess, lifetime of watching basketball, because obviously it happened before. There were years before where they had, yeah. you know, big threes coming together and all this kind of stuff. But the big three was like the biggest version of that that we saw, because at that time, the market was high. The cap was high. Players were getting paid. But they knew to take dollars. the cut. But they still had to take that just that slight cut just yeah. to make sure that all three of them, because realistically and LeBron talked about this. Dwayne Wade talked about this, that Dwayne and LeBron were actually headed to Chicago at the time. Yeah. They were going to play with, with D Rose. And I thought, damn, that would have been a great <laughs> thing. That been but, <laughs> but it would have cost them. It would have cost them Luol Deng, who LeBron was a big fan of, who we really wanted to play with. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's, there's always give and take for all these types of things. And that was a little bit too much give because you would have had to drop probably like, you know, their probably, roster. Probably, or you would have you would have to lose like ten but million dollars in on hindsight, your contract just to make it. The fit, Heat you know? dropped half their roster. They yeah, had to pick no. up. They had to pick up the but, veteran mins for for everything. <laughs> the vet mins that they got, uh, oh, bruh. When you look at the so veterans, yeah, Ray Allen, like Mike I mean, Miller, Allen, like, like Mike Miller, Shane Battier. That was the craziest yeah. shooting lineup like I've ever seen in my life. And Norris Cole and Mario Chalmers are basically not in the league anymore. But at the time, they were, they were an issue. Exactly were what the team like, needed. James Jones. <laughs> still one of James the still Jones. one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Yeah. That Miami Heat team yeah. is just just crazy. Like, I mean, just to go crazy. back to what you were talking about, I think it all depends mm-hmm. on the players as well. Like yeah. Damian yeah, wanted 100%. to stay with Portland. Like mm-hmm. Julius Randle didn't want to stay. I mean, he's gonna go and do whatever he wants that money. Yep. Like, so if you're finding players that want to be part of that franchise, of course, they're going to take the money and try to mm-hmm. hope that you're going to do something with it. But, I mean, in the, in the end, it it all comes down to what, what the players, like you said, what the players really want out of it. You want that and bag? You want that championship? Yeah. Two and, big and, and, things. And you want both. Yeah. I mean, you want to you do it. It's like LeBron said, he wanted to do it when he was in Cleveland. Yeah. He had to leave to learn how to do it and then come back. And then, it, I mean, I, yeah, they built Kyrie and Kevin around him. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they got hurt that year before, and they still yeah. went far just based on I, what you know. It's funny, you know, and and I, I this might just be me because my person, my personal feeling on it is like, okay, like I'm thinking, I'm an NBA player. I've been in the league for maybe ten years. I have this opportunity to sign this big contract, but for my personal lifestyle, I don't think I would need to sign a hundred and sixty million dollars if they tell me, look. I can get you. I can get you a hundred mil for your five-year contract, mm-hmm. and I can also sign you a co-star. You know what I mean? Like we can get you an Anthony Davis, or we can get you a LeBron James with that extra sixty mil, basically. With that, that extra sixty made. mil that you're sacrificing right now, so that you can also have. Because let's be honest, like a lot of guys will always be remembered for the fact that they never did win that chip. I mean, you got. Charles Barkley is like the prime Charles example. That always, number one he, right there. he always comes to my head because he's one of the greatest players Carl ever. Malone, right? They never won a ring. Carl yeah, Malone, never, never won a ring. Stockton, I mean. Top, these are top 50 players in the yeah. league. Top 50 all-time players that never had a ring. And they're always going to have that little asterisk next to their name. I mean, you look at the dream team, right? I mean, maybe half of them won rings, half of them didn't. And even my favorite player of all time went out and just made that sacrifice and won a, won a ring. And that – and that wasn't Michael Jordan. I know you guys are gonna think. Think it's Michael Jordan. Think it's Scottie Pippen. No, it's actually Gary Payton was my favorite player of all time. 
GP? The glove. Love GP. My boy. Anyway. And of course, he wanted with the heat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he made that sacrifice. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, as my personal opinion, I would take the cut. I want to win a championship. I'm competitive mm-hmm. that way. I don't want to always have that asterisk next to my name. I'd like to make a hundred mil and have a championship. I think that's I think that's a fair compromise, but I don't know. That's why I see like some of these players when they complain about, oh, I didn't get that bag, all these other things. I'm like, you're making way more money than any normal person would make in their entire any life. Ten normal people would make in their life. <laughs> exactly. Combined. If you make it if you're if you're asking for a hundred mil for four years of your life, and these people who are working every single day, breaking their back, doing all these things. Like that's what always gets me is when these people are in the social. Oh, when they're in social media and they're like, they're like, I worked hard, I put in the work, I deserve this. I'm like, it's a hundred mil. That's that's more than a hundred people will make. You know what I mean? Like there's there's people who will probably not even make a mil in their entire life. In their entire life, that's that's without spending any of their money, they'll never make a million dollars. Like that's that's crazy to me that some people just 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 put that above. Every damn thing else, but and I mean I know I, I, know, I know I mean I know he got he got he got a lot of flack for it, but you know everybody was talking about LeBron and oh he never won a ring and that that's literally why he went down uh, he went down we to go play LeBron with, 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 with no but I mean I mean and then okay I'll, I'll do the flip side what did Katie do why did Katie go to ah uh, trash snake no, no but still but why did he go to go because he wanted to get that oh he hasn't won a chip yet and I'd so like to say he won a chip and then he left. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a dis. You want two, I'm not a disliker of a lot of guys, but I'm not a fan of KD. I KD is KD is one of those guys. I just I don't like his act. Like you know, it's funny. The way he actually, himself. right now, I will say their star players. That team right there is a team I just dislike completely. Uh, I do not like Kyrie right Irving. Now. I do not like Kevin Durant. I think just both of them. But I do like Seth Curry. I do like Seth I like Curry. Seth. I, like Seth. I would, like, I, would, I, I, would Curry. I want to cheer for them because I want Seth to win one, but I don't want to cheer yeah. for the other two. Yeah, I mean, they're not sucks. gonna. I don't. I don't like either of those guys. I mean, they're, 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 three, they're, they're gonna get swept. Three. They're down three. They're tipping up right now. Right now, I think. Oh, they they just started. Let me look. Getting oh, no, it's Nuggets. Nuggets. Suns. No, my bad. Dude, Nuggets. Nuggets, oh. Nuggets are winning right now. Or they were winning the last time I looked. Nuggets. Wait, who are the Timberwolves playing right now? The Grizzlies, Memphis. dude, that Grizzlies. series is crazy. I know. Timberwolves have been up so many times, and then Memphis just comes back, and they only won by one last night. Have you guys They're, been watching that whole, like, the, the, the drama between John Moran's dad and That's not drama, though. It's, like, playful banter, which is kind of yeah, cool. I, know, like, I, I love it's that. Funny, like, it's funny because they were, like, they were, like, not not being disrespectful, but they were, like, you know, jabbing at each other, but they were like trying to be cordial, but they were kind of yeah. jabbing a little at bit. At I was like, "No, nah, my son gonna get your son." Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't need I'm to say kick your ass over there. I will kick your ass over there. They don't play till tomorrow, Nolan. So oh, gotcha. Oh. Yeah. I was also, laughing that everybody everybody was comparing John Morant's dad to Usher. Like, it's funny because when it. When it came out, they posted a picture. I was kind of like, Archie, babe. Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You were waiting for that so much. You can see it like looking, looking. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) So, as you know, before we took our little shishi break, (laughs) we were talking about the Lakers season, NBA basketball, big contracts, what's going on. We're going to switch gears right now. And we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts, superhero movies. 
<laughs> Specifically, the Batman. Jared, have Sonic. you seen oh, the Batman yeah. scene? Oh. I knew it. I was just going to say. I was like, I know, you you talk about it, and I'm going to be like, yeah. Son of a god. It's crazy that yeah. the Batman dies in the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you can't do that. You know you can't. What Iron Man dies? I'm just Iron Man's alive, one. actually. Iron Man dies. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. The Joker's still alive? Or Two Face? Technically. Two Face? Really? Heath Ledger's still alive? Oh. oh. <laughs> too soon? Too soon? It's like 10 years. RIP to the GOAT Joker. Facts. Facts, though. I agree. Even though Joaquin did an amazing job at the but scene. Now, say, damn it, Jared. I will say, I will say, so I know. the deleted scene of that Joker, I think, matches the tone of this universe for the new Batman. I I dig it. Oh, you're talking about the, the one that showed up on Twitter? Yeah, I, I dig it. Oh, I yeah. get it. I was like, you know oh, what? Yeah. This, this fits. The biggest thing... I didn't, I didn't like his cameo at the end, but yes. I'll I, say the I biggest thing like was... That. There was two ways about it they could have done it, where it's like you put both scenes in it. Oh, also, yeah. spoiler alert, because we already skipped past. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Batman the by now, what you doing, bro? Movie. Three hours of your life, go, go, go. Yeah, go. legitimately, I don't understand what you're doing. But, but I mean, I already bought my freaking uh, pre-tickets to... Doctor uh, Strange? Was it? Oh, no, it dog. I haven't got mine yet, but I will. <laughs> no, but I'm also not I'm not seeing it on opening day, which is kind of sad for me. I have to wait until Stay off all social midday, media. midday on Friday. Yeah, and I'm not <laughs> going on anything. So I actually haven't looked up any spoilers specifically because the last time I watched that one video where he does a breakdown of the trailers, he just screwed everything up for the Spider-Man movie. And I was like, bro, well, like I what? not watch well, it. Is what, that, is, like the, what up, though? Is that the guy that did, like, the Love and Thunder one? <laughs> Spoilers for Spider-Man if you yeah. haven't seen Spider-Man either. If you haven't seen Spider-Man, something's wrong with your life. Anyway, continuing on. Jared, tell me you've seen Spider-Man. I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. Are you kidding? <laughs> Spider-Man, no way home. Dude, do you understand? From now on, it'll just be me and Nikon. Nikon right, on yeah, I'm just going to kick... I'm just gonna kick Jared off. You the understand like what my schedule has been like to actually go I'm and gonna do these delete things. him from the podcast. <laughs> you understand like what my life has been like? It's, for, it's hard, enough, like, it's hard enough to keep it, up with the sports. What like, did it screw up for Spider-Man from the? Yeah, what did it? Yeah, what did the breakdown? It literally. It, so it showed that it showed that um it broke down that one scene where in the commercial. But like it's like the Brazilian version of the commercial where like the lizard jumped across yeah. and he got punched across the face and that whole thing went viral and all that. I never saw that until I saw the video. So he you was never saying saw already until you that saw he, the video. No duh. I didn't see it till I saw his video because it was all over Twitter that they released the fake Brazilian whatever uh, trailer thing or I guess not fake because it was an actual trailer. But um, yeah, I, so once I saw his video. You know, then I kind of went into the rest of the video and he's talking about like, okay, so you're going to see in this in this scene with the, the lightning and um, the Statue of Liberty. There's like all these different pictures of like different villains that he thinks are entering into the universe. And then, then it went to that portion where he showed that part of the Brazilian thing and it showed that, oh, he says, I think there's going to be three Spider-Men in this movie. And then he was talking about wow. like... Yeah, there, there was just so much connections from his video. And don't get me wrong. Everybody has, like, 
feelings, right? You're, you're basing it purely off of speculation. You're kind of like, this is what I think is going to happen. But at the same time, I kind of don't even want to have like those. You just want those, the surprise, the price, the price. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to have those inklings when I'm going in. I kind of want to think, I, I don't know any. Like I saw the commercial for uh, Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's already assuming. I'm assuming. I mean, I made the assumption myself, so that didn't doesn't bother me. But we saw what we think is Professor Xavier in the commercial. It is, and yeah. So, so that that part has like. Why'd you confirm it? No, I'm just I mean, everybody else confirmed it. I've actually seen that like, commercial. Come on. That's like that's like an assumption you make, right? And like to me, that's a lot less, you know, detrimental to watching the movie than it would be to like go in the movie and hear, okay, there's gonna be three Spider-Man. At this point, you're gonna see all these different villains that are possibly entering into into the multiverse. At this point, you're gonna see he does this, so it looks like, oh, at this point, he's talking to Tobey Maguire. At this point, it looks, I'm just like, there's so many different things that I was kind of like, ah. Oh, because there was, there, oh, that you wish you there, there was a rumor that like, oh, because they showed the Brazilian trailer, like there's no way any person who's cutting and editing a trailer would miss that. So they're saying that they left that in to so have people be like, oh, like what's going on here? Like that makes to sense. let them know. See, but- that's my thing too. I'm like, everybody's already hyped on this movie. You know what I mean? Like, and like, it's already a big thing. Marvel is like one of the top, you know, movie franchises, you know, of all time. But right now it's, it's literally the hotness. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants to be a part of this thing. Everybody wants to see these movies. Like it's become a cultural phenomenon. You know, like I I would say 10 years back, like when you're, you're going in and you're going to go watch like the first I don't even know. Ten years ago, I've, I'm like, it's ten years ago. Was that when like first Iron Man and all that came out? But anyway, like, yeah, ten Robert, years ago, whatever. Was when we first met, actually. Yeah. Oh my god! No way! And Jared, Jared too. Jared too. Yeah. I moved up in August of 2012. Anyway, was it 2012? Wow. Yeah, August of 2012. Fall. So fall. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... I didn't care when I met you guys. No, just I think I met Keone like I October. More. Move in with me. I think it was what, October when you moved, when you came back yeah. up. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Wow, that's kind of yeah. crazy. But my ten point year was, anniversary, everybody. <laughs> my, <laughs> my point for that time was I was saying like at that time it was still kind of like everybody had like and that's you know part of the culture now. But at that time, everybody was kind of like secretly like into this stuff but nobody wanted to really admit that they were like yeah exactly i'm gonna and give you guys a nerd alert right now on doctor strange <gasps> so the rumor is because <gasps> no! the rumor no volume Wait, what's down. that noise so what wow my volume actually could go down that's kind of funny <laughs> so i can't actually hear you right now i literally turned my my volume down. My Listen phone. to me. <laughs> the rumor okay, is um, because now that Marvel and Disney own Fox and now that they can bring the X-Men in, the idea is that potentially Doctor Strange is the introduction of mutants into the universe. And there it is. The way there they'll, it is. The way they'll go. Professor, do it with the video. What Keone was trying to avoid 
You're doing no. exactly what I just I mean, said. hey, don't let your speculation become expectation, right? So, <laughs> shout out John Campia, who taught me that line. Anyway. You just, you just planted anyway, the seed. I had, I had no X-Men seeds planted in Because, me. no, they announced it pretty much four years ago, saying, hey, we're going to bring X-Men in maybe in five years. We don't have any plans for them yet. But we gotta incorporate them at oh, some point. Sick. So you're also gonna add some context to it to make it yeah. even more solid. Yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're really saying if the X Men show up. I want to do so bad. They're, they're, they're saying they're gonna see Wolverine. Like, they're, they're gonna see like, like if Marvel Xavier is already in the if trailer. At the end of the movie, I if at the end of the movie, I, show up, if the end of the movie I see if I see this and shink, I'm gonna be so mad. No, no, but. They were saying that in the comic book storyline, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, you know, is obviously one of the most powerful mutants technically in the comic book universe. She meets up and there's a story, there's an arc where literally she goes, she using her witchcraft just says no more mutants and the mutants just disappear off the face of the earth. House of M. Yeah, House of M, exactly. And they're saying that what they could do is the reverse of that. Where like she had blocked it out, and she brings it back and says like, no, like you know, you bring... God, <laughs> and I she brings them all you, into the I'm universe. Muting you right now. Uh, no, you're just ruining everybody. <laughs> I don't hear See, you told you're me I was gonna. You're just putting it on the pod. I don't even hear what you're saying. You told anymore. me I was the one that was ruining things. We're just gonna. Just... You're a fucking nerd. No one <laughs> likes you. <laughs> You literally just did exactly what I just said. I didn't want to watch those stupid videos. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for that. Thank you for your yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. He was, got you. was applauding yeah. me. Right he was applauding what I said. When you said it, no, then I should have used this one, though. <laughs> no, when you said it, I should have used this one. Oh, uh, yes. God. Number. Hey. And I'm going into the movie right here. Oh, no, but now you go watch the movie, and if it doesn't happen, you'll be like, ha, you no. were wrong, Nolan. And if it does happen, you're going to be like, damn, my boy Nolan knew that shit first. I'm going to purposely mute you on the podcast. We're going to record an entire podcast. More like mutants. <laughs> that was stupid. Wow. That was too much. That's too much. Oh, it, oh, we Welcome back bit. to the podcast. We messed up the bit. We messed up the bit. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's got to be more and more obnoxious. So it's going to be like. <laughs> and then go back to. It. So anyway, um, so we were talking about. <laughs> mutants. We're talking about mutants in the MCU. No, I'm just joking. You know, it's funny. I We didn't like, there was no preface to this. It just kind of went straight from yeah. Batman to like. Well, because I didn't see Batman. Batman. And then we Batman. talked about Spider-Man. Spider-Man turned in. We didn't even talk about Spider-Man. You guys literally were straight to Doctor Strange. Jared, if you're gonna be on this, you have to start watching. Jared, it's stuff. on Plex. Get with the times. Well, give me your yeah, give me your the insight in then. <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. He don't even have Plex. That's right. Uh-huh. I told you. I was like, give me your Plex, and I'll watch it. Like, uh, you should have let me know because uh, I literally just you know it's funny. I had two accounts and I deleted the other one because I was like, I'm paying for two accounts and nobody's even using the second one. Uh, oh well. Anyway. Anyway, find, so our actual the actual conversation was supposed to be about the Batman. Jared hasn't seen it. Spoiler alert: We're going to talk about everything anyway because Jared don't really care. So I care, but I don't want to be detrimental to the podcast right now. No, we're going to talk. We're going to dive in deep. Beginning. Well, good then. Now learn all about first it. First things first. 
Wow. I'm like, scene one, first word, the. Just <laughs> scene hey, two, second so, word. So is it, is it going to be like um, that one time we tried to play the drinking game with Batman? Is it that bad? Actually, no. We actually tried no, that they... with Shao. With, with this movie? Two nights ago. And we were literally like, oh, let's finish the second half of the movie. Every time they say Batman, we'll take a sip of the drink. They didn't say Batman the rest of the movie. And we're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> this is an easy game. Because you never know. So oh, was, nice. was it that Dark Knight? Was it Dark Knight that we tried yeah. to watch? And Batman. literally, they said it in, like, I swear, almost 100 times in like, the first Batman, hour. Batman, 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 Batman. And we're just like, uh, Batman, guys, how are we like going to count all these drinks? You know what's what I've always wanted to do? You ever seen that one where they like, you put like a for like a Christmas movie. You put a Santa hat on the corner of the. Whenever TV. the head. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah whenever yeah. whenever somebody's head is in the hat, you have to drink. That's one I've always wanted to do. Yeah, I'm gonna try that for a holiday. Like it, could ne- it could not like, happen do, at dude, all. We should try do it on a podcast. <laughs> like we'll talk about things, watch the video, and then screen share a movie. Call. Yeah, screen share a movie, and then every time it happens, yeah. I take a get drink. copyrighted. I know, I was yeah. Like, yeah. Get copyrighted infringement yeah. and get kicked off a podcast for life. You gotta okay, let's pumped. just do it. But we'll do that on your podcast. So <laughs> Jared, <laughs> yours, Jared. How about we just do shallow bars? Three shallow bars. I think there's, but there's a there's a way I think we can mute it for the recording, but yeah. actually play it for ourselves, right? Yeah, I think so. That would actually be a cool idea. Shoot, we should have did. You know, it's funny. I could have totally pulled up Plex right now. We're gonna watch it because I could share screen Plex on here. Yeah, I mean, we're okay, not we're popular yet podcast. right now, so you know, <laughs> might as well do it or we're not. Once we get, that's true. But that's, once we get big, that's, like, you know what I that's mean. That's actually that's actually a very good idea for a future episode. That that would be a good one to do. Live reaction to it, like a random movie, cut it up, show it. Anyway, continuing on, the Batman, Robert Pattinson, Edward Cullen, Cedric Diggory, Twilight Boy, Cedric Diggory. Ooh, it's okay, cold, Jared. Baby. Hey, Harry w- Potter, Harry Potter. Small. Uh, what was I gonna say? Like. Fun fact, every single Christmas, my family and I would watch the Harry Potter series. Oh, because it's on the, what you call it, right? Through. Isn't wow. it on, like, Fox Family or something? They always show it's it. On it's on Flex, USA. Jared. It's just like, it's like, it's actually on DVD. We watch it. Oh, I was like, I, 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 Old I school, DVD. straight all the way through. Hey, pop each disc in one at a time. Because it also Physical has, like, media. the actual stuff. You know what's funny? One other weird random fact is that every single year we have a Christmas party, we also have this game of jeopardy that we play we're gonna play jeopardy one day maybe a few days on this podcast i'm gonna ask you guys some questions see who gives me the right answer but anyway so that's what i was talking to you about earlier where i said i'm gonna have a little bit of a game show element because there's some stuff just to make it entertaining but it's gonna be on a day when jared can drink because jared's being lame he's not drinking right now i told you like if if i had a 7 30 practice today this would be no problem but I don't have a 7.30 practice. Cancel your practice. I cannot. Cancel your practice. Craig, oh, Craig, you Craig will anything. fire me. Actually, Craig probably won't fire me. But Tell Craig to suck a... <laughs> Dick <Didn't> <laughs> Anyways, the Batman. I know. We're, see, it's funny because part of, so part of that intro that I was working on where I was like, this is going to be the intro that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say. that I literally said like, we probably are going to go off topic. We're probably not going to talk about the thing that we're saying we're going to talk about. But we'll but, get there. Yeah, but bear with us. We will circle around to it at some All point. All roads lead to one point. Hey, guys, oh look God. what I found. Oh, my gosh. Look what so I found. Hey. hey. You're not even drinking. Hey, no shut lid. up. I need a refill, actually. 
Cheers, oh cheers, 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 cheers. I'll no, be right back. Cheers, I don't want to cheers, This song goes out to all you lovers and friends out there. <laughs> be right back. Pain in my head, oh, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Where did we find that guy? Uh, I don't know. Well, now we can't talk Batman. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? No. Uh, we're gonna talk about um, the kind. We're gonna talk about the kind of how bad people are at Call you know, of Duty. So, so there, <laughs> there, there's a few people that um, I'm gonna reach out to. I kind of want to do like an in-person interview. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm gonna set this up because the way this is set up right now, it'd be really awkward. No, all you gotta do is move over that way or one way or another. Well, I mean, I could like one do this. way or another. They'd be I'm like the other it. part of the couch. I mean, to be honest, you you live in a pretty empty house, right? You can just bring in two chairs. Wow! You Why can... you gotta make it like? That? <laughs> I was like, you could bring in two chairs and then pull the, no. the setup back. And you I know. Well, what I'm saying is, right now I have it basically set up where the desk is in the middle of the room, back wall. Like, there's like not enough space for me to like realistically do like a solid interview with somebody and not be uh, like hey how's it better so how how's your career going like but there are a few people that I'm, I'm thinking about bringing on to the you know you know who wants to who said he wants to be a volunteer on a podcast okay henry LeBron, <laughs> oh yeah henry said he'd be down like he's he's like i could be on the podcast and be that noob that knows nothing because you know okay so if if he jump if he jumps on so there's certain people that like I I mean I'd be down to just bring friends on like but what I want to do too is like actually you know talk about their stories a little bit you, you know what I mean like I, I interview he'd be down. He'd be down. I think I I think I want to like actually interview him like kind of get into like his life but for that kind of stuff for sure we need to like dude I need more room I, like you have, well, you have that, no idea how little room I have in my on my area that and ahead of time it'd be nice if. If we yeah. kind of like work out how we're gonna like, what kind we of should do a workout? I mean, I mean, I mean, he would. He hey, should. I'll be with it. I was like, you, yeah, sure, sure. I have a commercial gym though, sure. so I can't really like. Just I, yeah, I got I, my gym's at home, so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. My gym is right here. I'm a beast. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> my gym is uh twelve ounce. Oh, curls. those are cute. Twelve ounce. See my little bicep band there? It's there. Those are cute. It's somewhere there, around there. Those are cute. I want to see my abs. Those? What? Where'd you get those from? Watch my abs. Watch my abs. Get those from. Show it. No, I want to see them too. I, 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 I can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy problems. I, I love I'm carbs. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm sorry. I, I know we're in this. We're like this is not about the Batman anymore. <laughs> like this weird conversation. But I got. I'm at that. I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, if it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Like. If abs if abs come about, I'm like I'm at a point where I'm pretty happy with where my like my physical stamina, all this other stuff is kind of at. So I'm just like, it happens, it happens. I'm trying to cut right now. It's it's a journey. You get into a relationship, it's even harder of a journey. Facts. You know, I usually I, swear, facts, facts. I eat healthy all week, and then Friday night I'm just like I'm drinking. I want a burrito, and then I just that, that sounds go like off a, the rails. That literally sounds like a normal a normal drinking night right there. But. Yeah. I will say, a good little, you know, health tip. Make some egg whites with some meat. Make it like as if you're doing an omelet. Throw a little medium-sized tortilla on. I use the fiber protein ones. Put that on top. Flip it over. Fold it into a eggadilla. I call it an eggadilla. 
egg quesadilla. Uh-huh. You just put that on there, throw a little salsa on top. You're Gucci. That actually sounds kind of fun. That fire. actually sounds, yeah, that actually sounds bomb. It's delicious. It's funny too because now I've, I've been buying those carb balance yep, tortillas. Exactly the same size. Yeah, those are the I ones I'm talking about. Things. I love those damn things. They're like the best. They're like the best because I was like, for me, it's less about like, the actual thing and more about like the sensation of the thing you know what i'm saying like i don't really care so much about like i gotta have like a specific tortilla but i like to have the form of the tortilla because i hate having as well as the feel the taste it tastes like yeah i hate when i gotta like wrap it in lettuce and like it just doesn't that's not the same how's that again you know what i'm saying it's like how just and then if you have two of them (laughs) and then and then it starts spilling out, so you're like, and you're just trying to catch all the juice. <laughs> and that's where I'm podcast. Hey, the Batman, by the way. So. Uh, we are pa- we are way past that already. Oh god. Ah, uh, uh, this is not the podcast I was thinking we were gonna have. This is a great podcast. Uh, anyway, the so, Batman. <laughs> Let's just circle back. Three, two, one. We're back on the back. Welcome back to the podcast. What's up, you guys? Hey, what up? Uh, so anyway, we're talking about the Batman, Robert Pattinson, aka Edward Cullen, Nolan. I'm just gonna give me give me three words. That's all I want to hear from you. Just three words. If you could describe the Batman movie, give it to me right now. Go. Three words. Unfucking believable. <laughs> I got no, three honestly, words. I got honestly, three words. Honestly, it didn't see it. <laughs> That's two. Hey, <laughs> one of three. It's literally three. Yeah. But I'll say this: it honestly was the best representation of what I think the Batman should be. But I understand that it's not for everyone. It is not going to be controversial statement because it's not going to be the one that everyone's like, "Yeah, I want to come and watch this movie." And, you know, see all this action, Batman doing his thing, using his gadgets. Like, no, it's Batman being what he's supposed to be, which is literally the world's greatest detective. And you see him go through that process early on, first two years of his career. He still can't figure out how to be Bruce Wayne. He's like, I'm just Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's why, think about it, of all the Batman movies you've seen, this is probably, in the movie itself, percentage-wise, Batman is Batman for a majority of the movie rather than yep. him being his alter ego, which is Bruce Wayne. Yep. But it is. A... I, so I will say I, I 100% agree with you. I think for me, this was the best iteration of Batman that we've ever seen. I think you can't really like, there's no other version that I want to see. This is that dark, that dark night. I mean, that's literally dark. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this but dark. The... Yeah, the dark comic version of like what he is and how he is portrayed to me is like so much better than anything we've seen before this. And excuse me, the funny thing about this movie in particular is like I always said, like Robert Pattinson always looked like he was like a like a teenager who had like this like was growing up awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like you know when you. You grow into your, you grow into yourself, and you're kind of going through high school, and you're not really sure of yourself. But that they, to me was like they even said his, in the movie, like uh, when he goes to the funeral of the mayor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Falcone even calls him, "Oh yeah, the bigger recluse, bigger recluse than mm-hmm. I am." 
And like, it's like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what he is because he hasn't figured out how to be like a normal person. And that to me was, I, I think that's the best part of his characterization of the movie of, of the, of the Batman itself was this fact that he was like this guy who he obviously has like these talents. He has this stuff that he's doing behind the scenes. Nobody knows it. He's gone through some drama or some trauma in his life. And he's kind of like, you know, dealing with all of that. So he's kind of, just navigating this whole world of stuff that he's oh my Appa. gosh i've never seen appa hi appa. appa hi appa say hi to the fans i can't really see him oh my goodness appa is Dude, adorable huge. he's yeah, actually appa a runt huge. for his breed really he's about 125 oh 130 goodness. and his but breed's supposed though. to be 160 to 200 He's actually he small. Is super cute. What the hell? I've never seen Appa. Can I? Can you lift him? Is that a possibility? Can you put him on the couch or something? <laughs> I can try. I mean, you got them. Where's Milo? Milo, where are you? Uh, she's outside just because. Well, one, Bianca's home, so it'd be weird if she was locked in the room with me, and two, because Bianca's. Just, I mean, Lila's just gonna get bored laying oh, out next to me. Lila is my dog. For those who don't know. Appa is our friend Shalimar's dog. Go. I'm surprised I don't hear your your dog. My dog's yapping. Yeah, I right always now. hear those dogs yapping yeah, every single. They're time. sleeping right now. I think. I mean, I could bring in one of them if you wanted to. Bring hope no. in. No, no, we're good. I can bring hope in. I've actually met those dogs. So I don't think you've met hope. You just met JC. Oh, I think of all the dogs that you know, you only know JC because there's hope. There was two dogs hope, there. Hope Mateo. Oh, was it a white dog? <laughs> Why you gotta be white? Because that would be better. So, so JC, JC, first of all, JC is adorable because JC does a bunch of tricks and yeah. knows a lot of and stuff. He, but he's so old. There now. was another dog. I want to say it was like a Pomeranian. Oh, that, that was Gary's. Gary's. That's Little Bear. Oh, Gary, okay, Little yeah, Bear. Little, yeah, Bear. little Bear is Gary's. But yeah, the, okay. the, so the other three Damn, dogs that's, that are here. That's how long know. it's been since I've been to you guys' house. Yeah. Damn, yeah. what is going on with Gary? I haven't. I, the bra, I don't even know. I, I can't even tell you. Like he was working, and then he was. I think he's living with Chris Andre, and then um, yeah, oh. Chris Andre. Yeah. He went to. Oh no, you guys. Are, sorry, it was before you. As, as opposed to Jessica Off Girl, because because you know you know Brett Massetti, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So as we were saying, yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah okay, well, back to uh, Robert Pattinson. Uh, I don't know why I made myself <laughs> Jessica Off Girl and Chris On guys. Stupid. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry. Uh, the so Batman. Are, so we have five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Welcome to back to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> we have five minutes. Let's get these five minutes going. Wait, oh, that's what I was going to say. Does it tell you how long we have to record on this thing? No, no, no. It's like I have to leave at 3 o'clock. That's why I said 1 to 3. Oh, you remember I practiced at 3.30? That's why I said I practiced at 3.30, so I have to leave at 3. Or like just after what 3. What did you say? No, I'm sure. <laughs> You're a loser? Is that what you said? You're a loser. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, wrapping up the Batman. The Batman was a great movie. <laughs> I will go For those of it. you who haven't seen it, Go let's, see it. let's it's let's on figure HBO out. Max. Let's go watch. We it. should figure out our rating system for movies in this thing. Okay. Movies, TV shows. Should we go off of a ten or a five? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a five just because five looks cooler when you. 
pop a five up. Let me pop a three or a two. But I'm it's going to be like five. I'm going to do four and a half. Let's give it five. I don't think I can do that. It's weird. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's four and a half. Yeah, I got four and a half. I'm going to give it a four and a half. And this the only is reason because I, I give it the half is because it's a little long. It is a little a bit of a stretch. It's three hours, I think, you said? I think a lot of... Hey, it is I three hours. <laughs> that is definitely... It definitely is a long movie. But I, think I feel like... condensed it, but... I feel like they also felt like this was going to be a one-off movie, so they weren't... It's they not were a trying to just though. get... Yeah, no, but that, that's what I said. Initially, they felt like it was going to be a one-off movie because I think that's what the director said. He thought he he, he wasn't said planning he's doing it, to it be in like, his own community, like his own um, world universe. It's not going to be connected at all to everything else that's been going on, which is fine. You know, so that's... I I actually I'll have to say I agree with your your analysis. I think it was almost the perfect movie because damn near. I, first of all. We didn't even talk about this because it was in the movie and we just didn't get the time to talk about it. But Colin Farrell in the movie, bruh. I had no idea that because when I was looking at the face, I thought, damn, that guy kind of seems familiar. And the way that he's talking is. But I've like, never seen just, him before. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it was close. But I like for a second, I thought the makeup was real. So I was like, who is this dude? Like, I thought the only thing that was fake about him was that he had a scar. And I was like, OK, maybe this is like some actor that they. They did a full body, face, nose. I, I, bruh, I was so impressed by his iteration. And of he was able Penguin. to take on a new voice that literally and, has, he's never used bro. before. And and on top of that, it was like it was like a complete like down to earth version of the penguin. Like yeah, I, I didn't that, see any. Of but that. that's what the world's like. Going off of that, spoiler yep. alert: his mm-hmm. first time flying. Literally, they made it so grounded where he literally. Ate shit right when he landed because he's never flown before, right? All right, <laughs> don't make no, but you—you <laughs> <laughs> you were taking so long to finish your point. I was like, how long can I do finger gun? <laughs> no, but but I agree with you. Yeah, I think I think like the way that the movie is grounded. Honestly, Jared, you need to see the movie because like it for me, it was one of the best movies of the year probably the best movie that's come out in maybe the last three years like honestly like because 2020 crap because obviously the pandemic and all that but 2021 wasn't much better it's, they had all the movies that were kind of sh- it's one of those movies that if you knew it wasn't a comic book movie it would be a great movie by itself see and that's exactly that was exactly how i explained it to my coworkers. i was like see like honestly even if you don't know who batman is and you went into this movie thinking i'm gonna go watch a drama thriller whatever you would still enjoy the movie because everything about it was like a thriller, like just from the get go, the the menu, the I mean the title scene where they introduce him, everything about it to me was this. I was like just his intro, like for me, I was already fired up from the intro. It's introducing him, I was like, bro, everyone this, fears this, the dark. They're just the it, shadows. They just and the shadows. I I I was legitimately like I was like sitting in my seat like, ooh, is he gonna pop up? Like I was like <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> Yeah, like where is he? Come on, come on! But I was like, me. come on! Just, just the way that he popped out, like to me, was the best intro of a superhero, the best intro of just, just a character in a movie, and like continuing on for the movie, like just the supporting cast from what's her, what's her name, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, to to freaking uh the ah the guy whose voice I love so much and I always forget his name. What is his Jeffrey name? Jeffrey Wright. 
There we go. Jeffrey Wright. Oh my gosh. Such an amazing actor. So amazing in his role as freaking Gordon. You're like punch me in the face. <laughs> I know. I, bro, like every line that he says, I, that's why I love his voice for, for what if, if you've ever seen the series, what if on um, Disney plus, but his voice, his acting just killed it in the movie. So I think between the three of them and on top of that, you had Colin Farrell in the movie untouchable like this movie this movie for the last maybe three years it's been my favorite movie of all time like great movie so four and a half i agree it was very long that's Cheers. a good that's a four good way half, I, you know it's funny half, i can't really do it my left hand looks weird doing it but my right hand my left hand my left hand is perfect my right hand just can't do it i think it's because See, like of this, this ring ball. finger like this yeah, ring like finger this ring from volleyball. Finger like, about it. You're perfect in my eyes, Jared. Thanks. I appreciate it. See, this is my oh, broken. You Jared. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Keone. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dog. You just threw that in. <laughs> and, uh, we can still anyway, continue this after Jared leaves. That's true, actually. We could have totally. Actually, I didn't even think about it. We could have totally talked about the Batman even after Jared left. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. I know. I was about to say. What a bunch of fake friends over here. Jared is about to leave, but we're going to continue talking about <laughs> that, man. We'd like to thank you for joining us here on our first episode of the Poi and Soy podcast. But we will still be with you. Jared's about to go. Jared, you have a great day. We'll see you later. <laughs> Peace out, to do. Thanks, bitches. <laughs> Four and a half, Batman. Four and a half. Shut up. You can't put it up yet. Uh, you didn't see the movie. You can't rate it. Hey, you said three words. Didn't see it. I win. <laughs> five. I win and two more. Oh, you? Of you all said, people? didn't maybe? see it. I win. So it's five. Oh, five. hell. Okay, on that note. Not four and a half. It's five. Shoot these boys. Have fun at your practice. Thanks. Loser. No, that's Loser. And well, nerd. On a side, on a side note, you're a fucking on... nerd, and no one likes you. He's <laughs> gonna be on tonight to play. Uh, that's a stupid question. You know I'm about to be on this show. Okay, no, message, honest... I'll message you after my uh tryout or whatever. Text yeah, me. I might be sleeping, yeah. but you know, yeah, because you always we know, we know, <laughs> you know. I'm not gonna be sleeping. Alrighty, shooty boys. This. Keep going. I'll see you later. Okay, so, okay. I know. <laughs> Thank okay, God so he's continue. gone. Okay. Continuing on. I can I still like, hear you. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Hey, what's up, dog? Oh, damn. I can still uh, hear you. Yo, uh, castle. Yo, uh, uh, you're really podcast yet? Yeah, okay. Never know, I'm, I'm going to kick you, though, real quick. <laughs> you Jared is the coolest guy. Uh, shoots. Coolest uh, senior citizen I've ever A cool <laughs> guy. My favorite roommate of all time. I love Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was actually perfect. That's okay. <laughs> so let's just let's let's break this movie down from the very beginning because oh, yeah. damn, dude. Okay, like, am I the am I am I alone in saying that I think that the intro to the movie was just it was perfect. Yeah, It was perfect, right? It was to make like them fear the dark, not knowing bro. if he's there. Yeah. Just, just them, like, just his his speaking throughout that entire portion of it. He's like, leading up to, the whole time. I tell you not, I was literally like in the movie. I was like touching Bianca. Like I was like, I was Why like, were you oh. touching Bianca in the theater? 
joking. I love you. I respect women so much. <laughs> women. <laughs> just anyway, no. So what I was saying is like, I was literally like, my hand was on her because I was just like, like reaching across like <gasps> in anticipation, like, oh, baby, baby, baby. He's gonna, wait, he's baby, wait. He's about to yeah, I was like, baby, he's going to pop up right now. He's going to pop up. No, he's, oh my God, he's no, not. He's right like, now, no, 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 yeah. right now. So the whole time I was kind of sitting there like, Ooh, could he pop up in the street? No, he didn't pop up in the street. I thought they were going to do like a thing where he like pops up in every single scenario, like showing different times. Well, I feel like that would like, kind of create like, oh, like, hey, that's a little too much. He can't be. And you're like right. That. Because the whole time. I was so like, not fearful, but I guess I was fearful. I was thinking like, damn, it would be scary if you kept looking like you did something wrong and you look in the dark and you're just thinking, I hope that dude does not come out of the darkness right now. Camera's not and funny. when he came out, oh, bro, I was, I was flabbergasted. By far my favorite intro of a superhero in any movie that I've ever seen. By far the best, best intro to just this series of whatever this is about to be and i'll say this like he's my honestly at this point he's my favorite representation of batman but at the same time i respect ben affleck's portrayal at the end of, you know at the end of a batman career where he's like yo i'm just angry you know like mm-hmm. i have been through so much crap i'm at this point where everything is just i need to do this so that's that's one thing I was thinking about for it. his portrayal specifically, Ben Affleck, I'm speaking about. Is it supposed to be because so like, I mean, obviously, there's so many different stories. There's like the killing joke. There's like the injustice leagues, whatever for it. So I'm, I'm like, is is it supposed to be after? Is it Barbara Gordon dies? I mean, it. It depends because obviously the universe never established a Barbara Gordon being there. Yeah, because yeah. but I feel because I feel like for him specifically, he doesn't have a ties. He doesn't have ties to a lot of people, which is why he's able to kind of conduct his business as he does. He's able to do his job and be a detective without being so emotionally tied to anything. But I was like, at that point in his whatever his career, I'm feeling like there must have been something he lost along the way that made him that guy <laughs> you think just that's what that's what i'm asking you think it was just like a a character thing about him or you think, I think it, was it was just a character thing because you know that's he's true. you you have to look at it like he literally is in that dceu universe mm-hmm. he is a 40 year old batman okay. you know, he, so I'm a, he's been through it he's been he's done his his tenure with his rogues gallery of villains and he's just at that point where it's just like this is what i need to do now like i there's nothing else so okay so have you ever watched the cartoon movie versions of this of batman yeah some of them okay so so the reason why i bring it up is because i'm saying for a lot of those it always seemed like he was he was never really emotionally tied to anything so you said that you think he's like a like a more angry version of himself which he definitely was in the movie like you could see it throughout the entire movie but i always felt like he always kind of kept himself on the outs of like being attached to his emotions just so that he could do his thing you know what i mean like once you start connecting emotionally to something then you start losing you know your train of thought you start having i think it was more he was hopeful of what could be the end goal but obviously you know in his line of work 
it's never going to be an end goal. There's That's always a very something good word. That was Every, a very good. Analogy. Everything's gonna everything's gonna come back, and so yeah. I think he established himself where like this is what I can do to end this line of whatever the issue is. But, right, because he's know. he's already dealt with a lot of those like, yeah. where it's played out completely. So he knows, and he knows. and that's why like even at the end of the Batman vs Superman, him and Wonder Woman are just like, oh yeah, like this is what we can do now. We have this table in this old manor, you know, room for more. Like this, there's more mm-hmm. to do, but we've mm-hmm. established that we've finished the job that we needed to do here in this line. So so specifically for the podcast, I'm gonna give you some some heat of a question i want you to rank all the batman oh. all right so there was so there were six five uh, i Lord mean I, not, okay i'll say I'll say, I'll say this i'll say this we don't really include adam west because okay. that's pretty before our time I mean, for those of you who don't know, we were born like the you were not born. Oh yeah, you were born. We were born in the nineties. I don't know why I was. I, was thinking, I don't know. I, I don't know why I was thinking the opposite way. I'm like, I'm a baby. Younger. I'm like, you were two years younger, so you were born in the eighties. But anyway, reverse that. So we were both born in the nineties. We did not really get. I'll, I'll say we never really saw the Adam West version of Batman, but we did see the Michael Keaton. We did see the George Clooney. Clooney. We did see. Christian Bale, Robert Pattinson, and the uh, uh, Ben Affleck. So I want you to rank those from. Let's go from your bottom. Let's start. Let's let's start off on a Clooney. low note and go back. Go to the top note. Clooney, Kilmer. <laughs> I, I think that's. I think it's pretty fair. Oh, that's right, Kilmer. That's right. That was another one. Kilmer, Keaton. Wow, it's funny that you. Okay, anyway, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I don't want to influence It's a toss up between. Bale and Affleck right now, but I think it's because they were separated in their type of universe, right? So like Bale was a Batman for the Chris Christopher Nolan universe that obviously was isolated. Batman with Ben Affleck is a little more, bit more. We're looking for a bigger story, yeah. Because um, you you can also look at it as. Ben Affleck could be the older version of Bale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're right. 100%. So I would say those two would kind of be tied right now. I prefer, you know, Pattinson right now. Wow. Right now. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I mean, well, okay. So first I'll, I'll say this. I agree with you. Number one. I, I, <laughs> Wow, I'm actually I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm kind of surprised that you put I, I'm surprised you put Ben Affleck so high. That that was one thing I was I was kind of surprised about your list. I think as far as ranking the other three, they're gonna stay kind of in that order for me as well. George Clooney was the I mean, he he was what he was. He did that they movie. Was it that Batman Forever or whatever? Forever I mean, that was just that was just all. Come on, that was just a bad movie. All it was hard. I mean, I mean, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister. Mr. Nah. Yeah, that whole it's please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to me, I was like, I was like, I, I think he he was already bottom. But yeah, Val Kilmer obviously is like the second to the lowest. But damn, I'm actually I'm actually surprised that you put Christian Bale in the same category as Ben Affleck. If I I think honestly, if I had to do it, I'd probably say. Clooney, Kilmer, 
Affleck, Keaton, oh, okay. Bale, and then and it, and the only reason I say that is because I feel like I really enjoy um, Keaton as an actor in general. Um, and I get it; he didn't really have like the best run as Batman, but time wise where the movies were at that time it was more about like this like let's make this like a cartoony movie because at the time superheroes superheroes weren't really like you know you mean you couldn't really make them like a serious drama you couldn't really make them into like these big blockbuster type movies that they are now because at the time they were seen as kind of like to have the playful element to it exactly exactly so i feel like the way he did it in the way that they had already like structured the batman was 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 pretty good but the, that, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you, so i, I kind of want to ask you why you had affleck and why you had affleck so high his rendition of where batman was in his life mm-hmm. pretty much embodied what i would envision an older batman to be you have to think I, about actually, it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna phrase the question this way before his movie had dropped they announced that he's the Batman. How did how did you how were you initially feeling about him being the Batman? I mean, an actor's job is to portray something that they're given, right? Mm-hmm. If you said, mm-hmm. "Hey, Colin Farrell is going to play the Penguin," I would be like, "What? Why is Colin Farrell playing the Penguin?" But he shows up in the movie, and you're just like, "Oh wow, okay, yeah, you are the mm-hmm. Penguin." Mm-hmm. But I think in Affleck's case. You have to think of it as in every movie he's been in as Batman was never a Batman movie. They never gave him a script where it was like, hey, here, you're going to fight the Riddler. You're going to fight the Joker. You're going to fight this person. It was always, hey, we're looking at this in the big picture for an ensemble. So play this type of Batman. And I was like, okay, so if they gave Affleck his own solo movie, which they were supposed to, Matt Reeves' movie was technically supposed to be an Affleck movie. Mm -hmm. But it obviously would have been a different storyline now that, you know, he's old. But yeah, exactly. You look at it as like, oh, okay, so what if Ben Affleck did have his own solo movie where it's him with his own villains? How would that have played out? How would you look at Ben Affleck's Batman as opposed to someone who's like, I need to create this Justice League, blah, 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 to save the world? Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of, it, it's he's a product of what he was given. You know, it, it, it's difficult to say that he wasn't a good Batman because he was only given so much to act in that it's, statement. It's funny that now that I'm kind of like rolling with your train of thought, I literally just made that exact train of thought for why I thought Michael Keaton did so well because right. it's his he universe. rolled with what he was given. Yeah. So obviously, like he's he's going to act into what he yeah that that yeah. actually makes a ton of sense. Like so, and the only reason I I even discredited Ben Affleck for even any reason was okay one i for me he's he's the same okay i can't say he's the same actor in every movie that he's in but i I will say that i don't find him to be the most diverse actor if that makes any sense like i think that his his acting style is always kind of like the same even though he doesn't have the same accent all the time like he doesn't have that boston accent which i know that he has naturally i think that he always kind of has this like and for me when i looked at him in the movie i was thinking this is ben affleck this isn't the batman you know it doesn't make any sense and i think that's the only reason why i had such a hard time connecting with him but maybe that's just you know maybe that's just a personal thing now hearing what you just said about 
what he was given and how he was presented. Because to me, that that point about you said you saying that he um, he was never given like a solo movie that makes that actually makes a ton of sense. Because yeah, you're right. He wasn't given like this opportunity to kind of like develop just his be Batman. Yeah, exactly. So he was yeah. he was basically like a side character in a larger ensemble of movies. So that yeah, that actually makes a ton of sense. That's and right. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Like as as far as who he was in the movie, he was supposed to be the Batman. I did believe that's the Batman compared to like, you know, there's obviously Superman, there's Wonder Woman and all those other characters in there. So yeah, that does make a ton of sense. That's not, I did not even think about it that way. <laughs> wow. That's a that's yeah. a good analysis. Good well done. Well done, my friend. But yeah. All right, I continue. Mean... Oh, sorry. What did so you say? I was going to say, continuing on from that portion, talking about ranking all of our Batmans, talking about all the Batmans in the in the series of long-running series of Batmans. For this movie specifically, The Batman, I want to see... So what was your take on the fact that they went this darker tone, they went to what was essentially like a, a crime thr- thriller movie. It wasn't... It had nothing to do... It wasn't like... So, so that that's one thing I always had an issue with DC was that they always seem to kind of delve into like we should be like Marvel where we kind of hit like some jokes, you know what I mean? We kind of make it funny throughout the movie, and then we hit on the superhero stuff, but then we kind of go back to like oh our heroes, ha ha ha, our heroes sarcastic, but like you know what I mean? Like yeah. for me, that never fit the tone of DC. So I want to hear what are your thoughts and opinions on the fact that they went this darker route, they went like straight crime thriller route. It was a risk that they mm-hmm. were willing to take, and Agreed. I think it paid off for them in that respect. 100% I think agree. that, you know, like you said, car- like comic book movies, they kind of have that playful, Stigma, yeah. You know, yeah, playful kind of background to it. But I think that it was a definitely a dive to do the Batman the way they did it, and mm-hmm. I think that if you look at Batman as a comic book. It kind of is exactly what you would want a Batman movie to be, mm-hmm. even though it is a darker tone than what the comics are. Like you would yep. assume, some guy crusading as a you know masked vigilante at night, trying to be a detective. This is exactly how he's supposed to be. This is exactly the tone of his universe. Yeah. So I think it it made sense, and I think that they took a big risk, and it paid off from what I can see. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it came up just short of a billion dollars, but... What I was saying was I feel like this movie was grounded in reality, which made it resonate with the, with like the audience a lot more because they were touching on social media. They were touching on like all these other things that are like in the real world. Because at first, I wasn't sure where the, the timeline of this movie was going to be. I didn't either I, until literally that opening scene where you see like yep. Times Square of it, it literally, like, oh, it literally man, felt like it was gonna current. be like a noir, like you know, like 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 way back in the fifties kind of type like of 80s yeah, or, yeah. or the eighties. We're in the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I thought it was gonna be like way back in, in time, but yeah, it definitely made more sense that it was like now times. For me, it felt like he was like a like a like a fourteen year old kid growing up right now. They're so socially awkward because, like, they're they're not interacting with other kids. They're not going out to play they outside. Have tools and yeah, I mean, we grew up in we grew up in that kind of middle generation, so we we know, you know, like we we half played outside, half played video games with our friends. Like, there was still like, you know, that kind of transitional period. So 
I feel like kids nowadays are so awkward because they they don't know how to really interact with their friends because they're not not that we have any issues with your kids, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. We're not we're not saying that we. It's just that that generational gap between us and what I think is the like the now generation. Like they have kind of like, yeah. and I thought Robert Pattinson played that role to a T. Like he had like all these issues where he wasn't really sure who he was and he was trying to figure out and he had all these social awkward cues and all these other things that he was dealing with. So for me, like, yeah, he definitely, he definitely shot himself up to the top of the Batman, the Batman group, because a lot of people will disagree with me and they'll say that Christian Bale was the better Batman, which for where he was, as far as Batman timelines goes, he definitely was a very good Batman. I think he was he was definitely the best of all time up until they started coming out with these new movies because I think them diving into this darker universe just made it so much more grounded, so much more like relatable. And you just you just felt like, damn, like if this dude was living in the times with us right now, I would feel a certain way about him because I'd be like, dude, that dude's kind of crazy. Like he's going out trying to fight people trying to help the yeah exactly that'd be like the weirdest thing like and and i would be afraid of him but at the same time i'd also be like bro if that guy came up to me i could take him and then obviously the reality sets in he beat the yeah exactly where where you get beaten up by some dude in a cape and you're like wow i just got beaten up by batman i don't know i think that um no yeah just kind of like you said bell was a good batman but I think his best portrayal as Batman and Bruce Wayne was in Batman Begins. The first, yeah, mm-hmm. in in Dark Knight and in um, Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. it was a little more geared towards being Batman. Mm-hmm. But you, even looking at Robert Pattinson's, he still hasn't figured out how to be Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne, like how to be that character. Agreed. Because like you know, he's whenever he's talking to Alfred, he's just like, "No, we need to do this." Blah blah blah. Like obviously. You know, if he's going to be some billionaire philanthropist, whatever, if he's in front of people, he's going to be like, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. You know, mm-hmm. let's do this, blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, no, I'm setting up a charity for these orphans. Like, no, he's not going to talk like that. So you can tell that he still hasn't figured out what he's supposed to be when he's yeah. doing it, mm-hmm. and which is good because I, I I assume that Matt Reeves, the director, told Pattinson, like, don't change who you are. Like, just be Batman it, it, there there isn't and you're it played into like that idea that a 20 year old just took over a billion dollar business you're right that's that's yeah. exactly like that was exactly my train of thought was like it felt like a dude who was not sure what the hell to do with his money just inherited everything and like he was he was already dealing with his own social things so he's kind of like that in that weird like no dad I don't want to do with all the stuff you know my yes. dad. You know my real dad. <laughs> that that was honestly that was my only complaint about the movie was that they made you know him look like, like some like I'm well aware some of like two thousands oh, version of an emo kid with his hair combed over his face. He's like, no, Alfred. You know my dad. I was just like, I don't do it. Don't get me my food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the only. That was honestly the only complaint I had was just literally his physical appearance bothered me so much because I wanted to see like. Him not being like this weird like no dad get out of here like i just wanted to see like <laughs> where are yeah. you where are you i'm so, I'm sorry. so sorry yeah exactly <laughs> like when i saw his hair i was like i was already kind of like 
Like, I know he's acting. I assume, yeah. though. Yeah. I assume in the sequel, hopefully there is a sequel. I mean, I'm if sure they don't make him clean cut. I assume they're going to yeah, make it like, like, more like. If they don't make his like, like clean cut hello. Batman look, like, I mean, sorry, Bruce Wayne look, and they don't give him, then I'll be a little more like. Yeah. You done messed up. Yeah, exactly. Guy. They need to like, they need to circle back. To like this cocky Bruce Wayne and then this like darker side version of Batman. But this was such a great. I really hope they do like a full trilogy with this series. I'm really hoping that they kind of continue on with like this great group of cast that they had. like the, the the extra the um I'm sorry, the supporting cast was just unreal, man. I mean, I feel like because they're already coming out with a penguin show for HBO Max. Are they? I did not so even know that. Yeah. So it's supposed to be more of like the underground world. Wow. But at the same time, before like or after about, the like, movie? Oh, yeah. I would assume after. Okay. That's pretty cool. Because he's he's now the head of the underground yeah, yeah, now yeah, that yeah. Falcon, Falcon is dead. Spoiler alert. Thinking, like, yeah, spoiler alert. But how are they going to like. How are you going to draw people in? Knowing that it's the Batman universe, but not necessarily. With Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Batman. That, yeah. That, that is right? one thing I'm thinking. I mean. But if anybody could do it, Colin Farrell could do it, man. Honestly, like that dude. But what is the script? Yeah, Colin Farrell can do it. But what are they gonna give him? What's what's the story? I, like you can you can. I, I was gonna say I was like one of my favorite things to watch on any like, just most TV series is like those. I freak! I don't. I want to call them like, because they're they're technically like 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 crime drama shows but i would say like those desperation crime drama shows like if you've ever watched breaking bad that's what i'm kind of alluding to like people who are like in this like they're kind of in a situation where oh my goodness papa's just trying to get some attention they're in this situation where they like they have to do what they have to do in order to provide for the family or make a make a certain life for themselves <sighs> sorry for me, that's exactly what I would think would help me, you know, get get enwrapped by this by this by this new Colin Farrell TV show. Is if they kind of like base it in like this grounded version of him, kind of like, oh, I see where the where the landscape of crime is at right now. I have this opportunity to take advantage of it. Let's like let's do all these things. So if it shows him kind of like slowly working through the competition. And slowly figuring out how he can get stronger and get the numbers and get all this stuff on his side, then I, I think that it actually could could work out as a show. But it has to like be based in that like desperation crime thriller type of type of over thing. under. I'm saying over under. I'll set the line at twenty percent. Do you think that the show will have penguin bombs, ticking penguin bombs? Damn. Um, I mean, you mean like at all or like for like a lot of, I mean, uh, they could allude to it or they if could, it, if, it, if it's it? at all, then for sure. I think, I think over a hundred percent, I think, I think there's a definite chance that they're going to, cause I mean, that's a, that's a large part of his character. That's a large part of like, who he but is, you yeah. have to think that like, it is a large part of his character, but. Batman flying or gliding has always been his cape. In the movie, they used his little jumpsuit. Yep. Mm -hmm. So are they going to be more grounded where it's not like necessarily... Are they going to put like a stick of dynamite with like a 
penguin logo on it instead or how? i i so i'm a, i'm gonna say that i think that because of this void that was created in the criminal underground world that maybe he'll have the opportunity to kind of connect with people who could advance his technology past where he's at right now because i feel like right now he's basically like like an underground, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He's basically like an underground kind of corrupt, like, like club owner kind of deal, like feel. Like they haven't really established him in like his like full criminal presence yet. They haven't established his power yet. So I think I think once that void was established, they gave him more precedence to be like this more advanced version of him. So I I think they'll show up. I think they're a big part of it. Who he was. They're, they're always a big part of him in the comics. They're going to be probably a big part of him in the show. People were saying, um, at least the podcast, shout out John Campion, the podcast. Um, I don't know who that is. He's the one I watch for like movie news. Johnny and Capia. And everything. John Campion. John Capia. <laughs> but um, he he had a conversation with one of his, you know, his co-hosts where they were saying like, what's the next villain? Mm-hmm. They're saying like, if you really look at the comics, Mr. Freeze is actually a realistic villain that they could put into this universe. If you look at his backstory, he's trying to find a cure for his wife who was sick and dying. And, you know, he chemical imbalance, something messes him up. It's something that you could technically do, but the logistics of it obviously have to be kind of like worked out. Not obviously because you know you can't see some guy running around with a freeze yeah, gun like to say, not like not like freeze no freeze yeah, exactly that I mean you could I mean what if you did like a high tech liquid nitrogen gun you know like, yeah you're right you're hundred percent right yeah something that could be realistic but at the same time it's not necessarily i mean um, it's funny because a lot of stuff that they they touched on wasn't necessarily like unrealistic it was more like the the way that it was presented was so cartoony that it made it seem like it would be unrealistic because you i mean like you could get away with a lot of unrealistic things in this batman universe but even the end scene where he literally takes a shot of adrenaline yeah. just to mm-hmm. get back mm-hmm. up she just shows like what type of world they're kind of Stims, creating to call of duty no just joking <laughs> <laughs> really though <laughs> no that wasn't one of those moments <laughs> no okay wrong moment anyway continuing on anyway but um yeah you're right yeah, yeah I mean, like, exactly I mean, uh, that was definitely based on something that was more realistic so okay so wrapping up we're getting to the 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 final steps of this podcast. I want to hear your 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 recommendation for the movie. Um, and on top of that, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put you on the spot right now, and I'm gonna say, are there any shows, movies, anything that you're recommending for the people to watch? Is there something that you think is kind of flying under the radar that you think you think people would enjoy? It's something that you're enjoying watching. Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to say for myself right now, um, I know a lot of people turned away from it, but watch the walking dead. Like I, I, I jumped back on for this last season and I know it's the last season and I understand, you know, they're, they're going to be finito after this is complete, but I will say the drama, everything is kind of like back to where it was when 
And that's the thing about that show is I always felt like it was always that desperation. I go back to that same exact theme, the desperation part where they were kind of like moving from place to place. They weren't really like fully established. They didn't have like these big communities. And they had those, they had to make those. Decisions. Yeah, exactly. That, that, what's for the better. All bit. of that was what made the show so great. And I think they're kind of slowly getting back to those points where they're kind of making those hard decisions. So I would say for me, myself, that's my, that's my random recommendation. But Nolan, last thoughts on the Batman. Any recommendations you have for movies, TV shows, anything people need to see right now? Batman, not for everyone. Definitely worth a watch. If you, even if you just watch it once, you'll be content with at least knowing the vibe off Agreed. of that. Shows. Moon Knight, if you haven't seen Moon Knight, watch Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac's performance as multiple characters, brilliant. Um, I think... It hasn't come out yet. If you guys haven't watched The Boys, watch The Boys. Third season is supposed to be coming out this year. I think that if you like comic book movies or comic book genre, it is a brilliant kind of satire in its own regard. Definitely watch that. One of my favorite actors from TV shows, Jensen Ackles, is going to be in the third season. Supernatural. Shout out to Oh, that guy. Yeah, I was about to say that. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. So if you he's gonna be he's gonna be the pretty much quote unquote Captain America, but like a douchey version in this new season. So he's gonna be called Soldier Boy. Go ahead, take a look when it comes out. But anyway, I mean, it's kind of like. Is it weird that you can't say Soldier Boy? Like really, like. Soldier boy. Soldier boy. Soldier boy. You said soldier boy. Like it just sounds like soldier boy. <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, those are the shows I would recommend right now. Um, you know, we'll have Shalimar on. He can recommend some anime if you guys are into that. No, it's true. No, I honestly, I, I, I do want to, I, I told him, I was like, I do kind of want to get into like something just because I feel like I should be at least in that world. That's, A little Japanese. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I enjoy watching shows. I mean, for me, I'm a, I'm a pretty big movie buff and I'm a pretty big TV like buff. So I kind of enjoy watching those types of things. So I said, I was like, if there's something new that I need to just watch all the way through, then maybe that's a new thing. Maybe some anime is going to be out there. But that's some great recommendations. Yeah. Some Moon Knight, yeah. some The Boys. Moon Knight, two episodes left. I'm excited. I know. And we're going to talk about because... that on next week's podcast. So don't. And I'm just saying, they they only gave critics the first four episodes Ooh, when they were because they know five and six got some yeah Yay. i'm excited i'm excited for that for that show to come out anyways we want to thank you for joining us here on the poi and soy podcast the very first the inaugural podcast of the poi and soy podcast thank you so much we know you have many a choice to to be listening to, to enjoying, and we thank you just for joining us, for allowing us into your homes, for allowing us into your ears, to your AirPods, allowing to your AirPods, your to your homes. Anyway, we thank you so much for joining us. We thank you for allowing us to spend some time with you. Um, Nolan, is there anything else you want to say right before we say goodbye to these lovely, lovely people? Appreciate all the love and support. 
Follow us on our social media platforms. My name is Nolan KYT on Twitter, Instagram, everything you can think of. N-O-L-A-N-K-Y-T. Give us a follow and, you know, we'll see you in the next episode. My Twitter and everything else will be K-O-N-E-W-K-A-Y-O-H-K-N-E-E. Exactly how you pronounce the name for those of you who don't know, who don't know how to say my name when I spell it the correct way. But that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's every damn thing. Watch us on Twitch. Catch up with us on this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Jared will drop his handle when he comes back on a later episode. But we thank you for everything you do. Peace. Have a nice day.